And the more I read, the more I kind of think the whole multiverse thing is oh yeah going to be a ruse and yeah. a real bomb. <laughs> are we recording? Yeah, we we are now because, damn it, if I try are, to do that again and it fucks we, up with me, man. Are we opening yet again with another MCU no, talk? No, we're not doing that. What, what show stop. is you this? You know what? Fuck it. What it's the chit-chat. Because <laughs> <laughs> when Colin's here, Trey can't do the show right. <laughs> Which is some horrible. Might, some might say that I'm a trickster, the Quentin Beck of the chit-chat. Per, some might say. <laughs> so, I, so might shut up colin i hate you so much welcome to the chit chat everybody this week we're going to be talking about e3 mm-hmm. Arlene. <laughs> have you been a good girl i heard you're having second thoughts you back <laughs> put a goddamn muzzle on you you can you know you can mute these mics i can, you know what <laughs> so it's wrong on both of us because honestly i do forget that i have that yep. power my the mix is right here beside me what's up colin what up how's it going oh i'm tired me too i'm <laughs> very i was at the beach for a week up sober the entire time i promise you <laughs> uh and then this week i had to move all of my shit between three different places i was living essentially to one place Mm -hmm. sober the entire time Mm -hmm. i promise you uh so i'm dead i'm dead i've not this is a spirit that you're talking to right now not my corporeal form anymore jesus christ yeah the quentin back of (laughs) oh my god if you this is gonna be the thing it's gonna be the thing today you're the quentin i'm keeping it to two you're keeping it to two people take a drink every time he says the quentin beck of you're gonna be smashed so we're talking about smash today we are we're talking about a lot of things because we're talking about yeah as briefly as nintendo conferences go Mm -hmm. uh but we're talking about e3 conferences uh we're talking about e3 itself yeah um probably gonna end up as another listicle almost where we just you know list off our Mm -hmm. looking forward to games uh keep it as five okay uh probably do a, a worse if we have time but tell yeah. me what you you actually watched the conferences i did so i um i am real jazzed about video games for someone that doesn't play many video games mm. i have had god of war 2018 sitting on my desk for eight months now and still haven't even popped that bad boy in i love video games mm-hmm but what I'm guilty of is finding one game I get obsessed with for like months, and that's all I play. Mm, yeah. So that being said, I love E3. It's like a second Christmas for me. Right. I get all my buddies from my online video game groups. We all get into Discord, and we live stream. and or We don't live stream, but we watch the live streams of like mm-hmm. the shows, and we get real, real jazzed over games that we'll probably A, either not play, or B, will end up being kind of disappointing. Right. But it's still, it's still, it's hype, you know. And this year, um, I was very jazzed for it. A little less so, because Sony wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I love E3. I watch it every year when, you know, when it, when I'm allowed to, based off of my work. Because mm-hmm. some of them are during the week. Nintendo's is always at noon on Tuesday for some reason, which makes it real hard to watch for, well, Nintendo. I guess kids can watch it, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, so I, I watch it every year. This was, this year was no different. Um, there was only two I actually missed live, but I've watched the the VOD mm-hmm. since then. So. so what do you well what do you think of of this year's E three? Um, so in general, I would say it was a pretty disappointing year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of I kind of assumed that going in. So we're reaching the end of this console lifespan. Yeah. Where I, next year we we already know we're getting the new Xbox. The what the hell is the it called? Project the Project Scarlet. There it is. Scarlet. Which I, if they don't call it the Xbox Two, I'm gonna be real annoyed. Why would you be annoyed? You know that's what they go. Xbox, Xbox 360, 
Xbox One. You know what I honestly think they're going to call the next one? What's that? The Xbox. There it is. You, look at you, head of, head of Microsoft branding. I think they're going to call it the Xbox. And I think that they're going to start. So we'll get into that later. Uh-huh. Uh, PlayStation 5, not officially announced. It's coming out next year. Like, yeah. just be completely honest with ourselves. Um, and then Nintendo's kind of in that weird thing that they were in last generation where the new consoles for the other two companies haven't even been announced yet, but they're already like a quarter of the way through their current console's mm-hmm. lifespan. Um, so I kind of knew going into this that Nintendo was probably the only one that was going to bring any sort of like Game. real exciting new games yeah. to the table. Um just because, generally speaking, uh, when the new consoles are about to come out, they don't really have a whole lot they want to announce. So, did that disappoint you then? No. I mean, like I said, I, I like... Because Nintendo didn't bring shit to the table. Yeah, they in did. My, in my opinion. They, brought, they didn't bring shit. what they bring? They brought what is essentially going to be the Majora's Mask. Uh, What Majora's Mask to Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. was, What it, this new one's going to be to Breath of the Wild. And that Ma- was it. Majora's Mask is my favorite Zelda game of all time. Mm-hmm. So you give me creepy Breath of the Wild, I'm going to be real into it. Okay. And then, from the shadows, my boy, the mascot, main character, protagonist of one of my two favorite games of all time, mm-hmm. revealed himself, Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> in Super Smash Brothers. Is this something that when Banjo actually releases, I'm going to be hyped about for more than a week? Probably not. Mm -hmm. To be completely honest, I'm going to be real jazzed and pay for it when it comes out and play for a week and go, yeah, Banjo, you got this. And then I'm going to stop playing Smash again because that's always what I do. I play for a week and get real into it and then get bored because I realize I'm really not good. But, but, there was a lot of precedent set for Xbox and Nintendo collaboration going forward. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of not quite confirmation, just rumors that yeah. perhaps Banjo will come to the Switch in an, in a new or remastered game. And you give me Banjo Kazooie Banjo Tooie remastered on Switch. I, I don't Nintendo, you got me. I don't okay. need anything else. That being said, um, in general, I mean, yeah, I could see why people are kind of yeah. you know kind of on it. I understand a lot of uh, JRPG ports. Yeah, which I'm cool with. Like, I, I'm not even the biggest JRPG fan, but like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I you know, I I would say, being completely honest, I'd put Nintendo at like a six out of ten. Really, it was just slightly above average. I'd give that straight five out of five. Okay, five out of five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Five out of ten. No, no, five out of five on <laughs> a hundred point scale. That's right. Doesn't make no sense. What's up? Welcome to my math. How you doing? Mavis Bacon teaches. <laughs> I'm all over the board, baby. I just woke up. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> no, nah, but uh, no, nah, I would, I would give it a five out of ten because yeah, it was, no, that's it, fair. It was nothing going on for um, me except for that new Breath of the Wild, and I didn't finish Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is really? a big game that I just, I got, I got lost. <laughs> See, Breath of the Lost Wild. Breath of the Wild was one of those that I really took my time. It came out March third, which mm. was when the Switch came out, and I beat it like when I was at the beach in June of that year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I took my time with it. I knew there wasn't going to be a whole lot of games coming out. Right. So because of that, I really gave myself time to like immerse myself. I didn't rush it, so I really love that game. Mm-hmm. I would have a hard time going back to it. Really. At this point, yeah, because I mean, I I beat it and I I did a good majority of kind of the side quests. Um, so I would, I would probably have a hard time, at least this fresh off of it, mm-hmm. going back and doing a full playthrough, but I'm always down for a sequel to a game like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and there are some people who really enjoyed like Animal Crossing coming out. Like there are people oh, who jazz a shit about that. No, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. But I, I, everyone was really expecting it to release like September of this year. Mm-hmm. I figured holidays... So when they announced it wasn't coming out until March, I wasn't quite as disappointed as right. most because I expected to wait another six months at least. And honestly, if you're waiting six months, eight months isn't that much. I mean, yeah. it's not that much different. Um, my girlfriend specifically was very disappointed, very mad. Really? That it was well. That's like, that's like their game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Is is Animal Crossing? That's so. 
I don't understand. I, I've I've gotten past the point where I'm mad at a game release date now. No, honestly, when a game release gets pushed back, I'm kind of happy. Yeah, because it's like, all right, well, if it would have been released when I wanted it to, it probably would have been broken. Well, not just not just that. It's because I have such a backlog. Oh well, that's true. So too. by the time I get to that game, if I'm playing the games that I'm supposed to be playing to get you know to make my money's worth out of it, yeah, then hell, another sixty games will have been released. No, I yeah, I I have an insane backlog right now. I so generally. Generally, the way I approach buying games, um, I pick a few out throughout the year that I know I'm gonna want to buy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, Sekiro was one of them this year that I like. I I'm a huge fan of the Dark Souls games. Uh, Dark Souls One is my other favorite game of all time. It's that and Banjo Kazooie, which is a weird dichotomy of games to be your favorites, but you know, um, yin and yang. Of course. Um, but no, so I knew- <laughs> I'm white. I can't say that. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I knew I was going to buy Sekiro. Um, you know, I'm definitely buying Pokemon when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other. Really, actually, summer for me is mostly MMOs. Uh, we were just talking about Final Fantasy fourteen before we started. So, like, that's my game until Classic WoW comes out. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be Final Fantasy fourteen and Classic World of Warcraft. And then you got Halo coming out on PC, which is all about. How do you even do that? Go from, like, one MMO to the other? Um... I have trouble focusing playing one game. You're you're juggling MMOs. You know how like there's really smart people that go to college and just have photographic memory when they look at like stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not that. Okay. I can't do that. I don't have any practical knowledge. But when it comes to video games, I can be like, oh yeah. So I know, you know, when I'm when I'm playing Final Fantasy, this is where I should use Stone Three on my White Mage, and then immediately jump over and go, oh, this is where I need to use Thunder Armor on my Warrior. Wow. Hey, remember when we were talking earlier about the nerd thing? Yeah. <laughs> that was your moment. Thanks. <laughs> so that's that's really my thing is I got too much time. And plus, so my my job requires me to just chill out a lot and just stand around. So, like, I need to find a way to pass the time. So you're like, what's the optimal rotation for your abilities as a warrior <laughs> in a awesome. World of Warcraft? So that's uh that's how I do that. That's fair. And then I throw Halo in there just as my kind of like competitive, like I just want to shoot someone in the face. Yeah. And yeah. then I play Dungeons and Dragons on Friday nights. So I got to remember what my character's abilities are in that too. Jesus Christ! I got a lot. I got a lot go on my plate right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's very I t- busy. I told my girlfriend they're very lucky we started dating last year because if it would have been this summer, I'd been like, I, mm, <laughs> I got a lot. I got a lot of things going on. I just graduated. I got to look for. I, oh man, I can't. I can't date. I kind of have an adult thing going on right now. So mm-hmm. Right. Uh, All right. Back to no, E three. Back to E three. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't. I don't really watch the conferences anymore. Okay. You know, like That's they're not fair. they're not exciting as they were. There's usually one or two things that get me real hyped over the course of E3. But mm-hmm. yeah, nine times out of ten, I go, that looks dumb. And it's not even like just the game announcement. So we, we're at this point now where we're past exclusives. Exclusives aren't a thing as much. Right. And be- since Sony wasn't here, you didn't hear the word exclusive. Because I'm pretty sure Sony's the only one that does exclusives anymore. I guess it depends on how you view Xbox. If you view their exclusives as Xbox or Microsoft, because their exclusives are technically exclusive to the Microsoft platform, but it's Xbox and PC. Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends on how you view that. But yeah, in general, I would say Sony and Nintendo are the ones that are still pushing more towards we want our consoles or our games just on our console. Yeah. So um, since you don't have that anymore, mm-hmm. and and then the conferences themselves have become like the one I did watch. I just watched I watched one conference. All Please the way don't through. tell me it was Bethesda. It was Microsoft, I think, because okay. I think that was the first one that came out. I watched, it was. yeah. So Microsoft's yeah, I watched that first. one, and it was all right. It was just dudes coming out. Hey, we got this game. Trailer, That's trailer, trailer, That's trailer, trailer. So. See, okay, so here's the thing though: is like I've been wa- I've been doing this for probably damn near ten years now, mm-hmm. watching E3. And I remember a time where there was a lot more time of people just standing on stage, just talking for 15 minutes. Right. So I'm all about just show me a bunch of trailers. True. The less talking and more trailers I get, the happier boy I Also, am. remember the times where it's like the dude who did uh, 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 Nier and who did Nier Automata oh, just yeah. came out, come out in, in a freaking moon head. Yoko Taro? He does yeah. that. Yeah. By the way, 
uh, Yoko Taro designing a uh, dungeon for Final Fantasy fourteen based on Nier, which I'm very excited about. Oh, so it's just going to be weird and fuck you up inside. Yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, having that happen and then the, the, the weird glitches where that same in that same situation where his translation doesn't match his oh, words right, and right, shit. Right. Like, yeah. You know, like that's that magic of stupidity true. is even gone. True. I don't know. I, I I'm just there to see some hype games. That's why yeah. I'm there. Yeah. I mean that's really I wanna see stuff that makes me excited. Um that stuff's fun mm-hmm. but like it it makes E three memorable but it does get me hyped, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm all about the hype. The hype too, yeah. like I'm about the hype games, but mm-hmm. I also want that magic because I get that because that's the reason why. I, and I always thought about it. I think the same thing about Comic Con and shit. Yeah, like what is the reason to make me want to actually go there to actually make me want to be in one of those seats? Because nowadays, right. a hype trailer, I can see that on YouTube for sure. You know, so I'm I'm I. One thing I will say about me is I really actually like. I feel bad admitting this because it's a subgenre of video on YouTube that's very lazy. Mm-hmm. I actually like watching people's reactions to there stuff. It is. Yeah, no, it, I I enjoy seeing people get getting excited over things. Granted, nine times out of ten, those videos are very lazy, mm-hmm. which is why I'm very selective with my ad block. But I really like seeing people getting hyped over stuff. Yeah, I I really enjoy, it. and I think part of it is. I I feel like so many people are just jaded and just sick of everything. Yeah. That seeing people getting legitimately like giddy, like you would see a child get, is yeah, like it's kind of like oh this is cool. Like this is what it's like when you're not a total like buzzkill <laughs> all not the time. Dead inside. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, pretending to be dead inside. Yeah, and like I I enjoy that, and like I it's I will f- firmly admit it's a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like it's lazy content. It's probably not even legit, at least half the time. Oh, but yeah. I still, I still enjoy it. You know, I I've only watched one reaction video. Now that I think about it, uh, on you know Andre the Black Nerd, I do. I watched him react to uh, how the Hobbs and Shaw the second yeah, trailer, yeah, 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 and I was like, yeah, that's that's there's, about the reaction I had. There's a YouTube group I follow called Easy Allies. They used hmm. to uh, run the Game Trailers YouTube channel, um, and then that company got shut down so they made their own and they they do an e3 show every year where they it's kind of like a talk show Mm -hmm. where they discuss what they think they're going to announce and like all that stuff and you can tell they're actually very like into video games like they're just they're not i mean it's their job but you can tell that they just legitimately enjoy video games Mm -hmm. and the year they announced the final fantasy 7 remake like watching their reactions to that and then almost immediately the reaction to um uh shinmu 3 and one of the guys on the panel, his favorite game of all time is Shinmu. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, like it's they legitimately excited, legitimately just pumped, and I'm like, yeah. I, I like seeing that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's see stuff like that is dope. Yeah. 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 Uh, but back the to the only thing that we had in this E3 that mm-hmm. was kind of like that, mm-hmm. and of course I didn't watch all the conferences. Mm-hmm. Was Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. Yep. That was. I think that's the perfect example of why this E3 kind of sucked. And I'm not saying that because I don't like Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. But when the biggest announcement is that there's going to be a celebrity in a video game. And right. Like, you know. Right. kind of, nah. That's exactly the feeling I have. No, like, absolutely. People are I agree like, 100%. losing their mind over Keanu Which Reeves. Which I think that, that would have happened any other year, too. But the fact that that was the only moment like that. Yeah. Was kind of like, eh. Like, you going to play? Like, y'all think y'all going to play as him or something? Like, what? what are you... He is a he is your uh, your AI companion in the game apparently. Really? Yeah, he's your Peter Dinklage in Destiny. I expected him to just be the motherfucker you get a few missions from. Do you never see for like? No, three so hours he's in the game. so again nerd moment. Mm-hmm. He's playing a character from the original cyberpunk board ga- or like D and D game from mm. the '80s, but he's been like missing for a long time because like 50 years after the board game took place mm-hmm. so it's an ai like construct of him and yeah he's your little ai in your head telling you like what's going on mm. so telling you to live dangerously and shit right right okay saying whoa yeah whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so no but that so th- that that's that's in in a thesis uh in a thesis statement mm-hmm. why i think e3 is dead <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think E3 is dead. I think E3 is dead. I don't think E3 is dead. I think dead. E3 is alive for the press. So I will say this. I think E3 will be back with a vengeance either next year or the year after that. Okay. I think you're going to see. I th- I, and I will say I think next year. Because you're going to have. Look at Sony, for example. Mm-hmm. Death Stranding will have come out. Last of Us 2 will have come out. Mm-hmm. Um, really, their only big title that we're not 100% sure on is Ghost of Tsushima, which I think will be their spring game. Mm-hmm. I think all of those games they announced and showed off a lot of at E3 last year were their end-of-life cycle games. I think Last of Us 2 is going to end up being on PS5 also. Well, I think they're all going to be. I, I think they've already kind of said PS5 is going to have backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. So I think all these games are also going to be on PS5. I think next year, E3, Sony's going to show up and be like, we're going to have a 45-minute conference. People are like, what? 45 minutes? I think you're going to get New God of War announced. Mm-hmm. Sequel. Which I think people are going to be jazzed over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're going to have like a new Final Fantasy kind of teased. Not 7. I think they're going to tease a new one. God, I hope not. I hope not too, but I feel like that's when you're going to get the new one is straight off of 7. Uh-huh. I think Square Enix gets some of their, their favor back because I think the 7 remake is going to be good. Yeah. And then I think they're going to announce a new one. Um, Which the 7 remake apparently is going to be like a trilogy. It is. Yeah. But I think they're going to announce 16, whatever that ends up being. Uh, which I don't really... You know, I don't really care. Um... And then I, there was another thing I, I really thought they were going to announce. I, I can't remember it right now, but I think they're going to announce a good three or four game launch, you know, mm-hmm. library for PlayStation 5. And I think it's going to get people hyped. I think Microsoft will announce a few new things. I think one of those is going to be a new Banjo-Kazooie game, mm-hmm. to be completely honest, because they're starting to bring back a lot of those games that Rare developed back in the day, like Battletoads, mm, which yeah. I'm pretty jazzed about. Um, and I think you see Banjo-Kazooie pop up in Smash. I think they announce Halo, Banjo-Kazooie, obviously Forza, because they do it every year. Yeah. And then, um, again, there's another game. I, I think they're, I think each company is going to have a nice four or five game launch selection. And I think that to combat that next year, we are going to get an announcement for a virtual console on Switch. That's going to be Super Nintendo and 64 GameCube. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see more Metroid. I I hate to disagree with you. Okay. But I don't because I love it. All right. I think we're going to start seeing a bunch of conferences go the way of Nintendo, where they're just direct I, style. I agree, too. Um, I think Sony's already kind of doing that, mm-hmm. which I'm all for, because if you spread those announcements out more through throughout the year, mm-hmm. you get a lot more... Yeah. You, get, you get it throughout the year. So I actually agree. I don't think E3 will ever die, die. And I think next year or the year after that, I think those will be kind of the last huge ones. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I agree. I think they're going to s- start kind of doing stuff like that. I don't think Microsoft will. I think Microsoft's going to just kind of use E3 as their springboard for the most part. That'd be that'd be real, real weird. It'd be like the grandpa that's still there telling you mm-hmm. about the good old days. Well, <laughs> like, just let it go, old man. I say that because I really see them starting to integrate more into the other companies mm-hmm. a little bit, especially Nintendo. Because mm-hmm. I think there was a, a an article a few months ago about how Game Pass might be coming to the Switch. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. That's wild. Yeah. So imagine playing as, as Master Chief on your Switch. Exactly. Yo. Yeah. You about to get some use. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But anyways, back to the conference itself this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like that discussion should have been the end of the, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> but no, Probably. as far as as far as this year goes, I mean, I actually thought Microsoft's was pretty good. There's some good indie lo- indie indie games. There's one called uh, Spirit Fair, mm-hmm. which looks like you're this kind of cartoony chick on a boat and there's all these animal looking people and I was like, "Oh, it's a furry game." And then at the end of the thing you find out that these are people's spirits that you're ferrying to the afterlife um and you can customize your boat and shit i did not i don't remember that one i yeah that like indie games like that i'm always like oh cool that's something i'll buy for 20 bucks and play for eight hours and be totally content with oh well see now we're getting into the next subject yeah top five and maybe some bottom five games you're looking forward to okay 
Um, so I'm going to start with kind of an obvious one. Okay. Cyberpunk 2077. Um, Witcher 3 is a great game mm-hmm. that was really well made but didn't grab me like it grabbed most people. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me I'm going to get futuristic first-person GTA that's also got some like Fallout and like Elder Scrolls level of RPG elements. I'm all in. Yeah. And you put Keanu in there, ooh, baby. Bring me in. Man, I was into Cyberpunk when they first came out. You remember that first trailer with the woman? Oh, yeah. With uh, with Bullets by Archive? Yeah, yeah. man. That, I know. I remember that, yeah. I I, that's when I was back mm-hmm. into it. Now it's coming out, I was like, about like you. Yeah, it's made by uh, CD Projekt Red. They mm-hmm. made good stuff with The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to get into The Witcher because I don't like starting at the third game. And I can't play the first one. They're all kind of disconnected enough one. to where it's... it's See, I hate that shit. I, I, it's like my OCD. Right. I can't play three if I haven't played one. What if I get confused? Who's this person? Anyway, maybe I'll try it. Oh, I could read the book. Yeah. That's, the books that's came fair. out first. That's fair. And then you could say you're uh, literate. I, I would never say that. Oh. You know I can't read, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Can... Past tray, future tray. Can you edit that? <laughs> Take that out, please. I almost made some <laughs> jokes that you definitely would have had to have edited out. So I'm glad we avoided that. All right. And this turns into the the uh the uh, now I can't the, the song of the South podcast. The, the mammy cast. The mammy cast. Only on the W Bay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. So yeah, no, good pick. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What am I looking for? I'm just gonna throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Just because I both look forward to this and have varying questions. Avengers! Good one. I, Assemble. I think the, the damnest thing about that is that I forgot that they announced it. <laughs> <laughs> Who could blame you? Who I, could blame you? I'm actually very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Like a year after it comes out. Yeah. If that makes sense. After they've thrown some more content. Because... By all accounts, it sounds like there's going to be a campaign you play, and mm-hmm. then the rest of the game will be like a Destiny-esque, mm-hmm. which that part of it I'm kind of jazzed for. I'm, I don't know how that's going to work. I feel like it's going to be Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but like advanced, where like it's going to be doing quests in third person as your hero, and you're going to have a squad. You know what that sounds like to me? What? Lego Marvel Heroes. Yeah. But just in the MCU style. But I, the only, the only thing I'm not sure about is, is it going to be open world? Is it going to be more linear type missions? Which I yeah. think would be the worst possible mistake they could make. So I'm jazzed for it, but I will say mm. that that was going to go on my bad list because I was very disappointed by how they announced it. Yeah. I, it's So I w- I'm looking forward to the story because mm-hmm. it's MCU-esque. You know, and they have. I want to see how they do more villain because you see Taskmaster. Taskmaster looks great in the fucking trailer, looking yeah. sexy. Which, by the way, might be the bad guy in Black Widow. Have you seen those pictures? Yeah. Now I don't. I don't, I don't know who that is, but that don't look like no damn Taskmaster. That looks like early Taskmaster. We'll we'll save that for later. Uh, fine. Um, but then. Like everything's fine, everything's cool. I I didn't mind the voices for you know everybody. I didn't mind the else. voices, and I didn't mind that they didn't look like the characters from the MCU. The only thing I did mind was that Cap looked like he was wearing hockey pads. Like I, what? I was fine with Cap. The only one that really took me off guard was Thor. Really? He looked melted. I thought Thor looked fine. <laughs> he looked like his hair. Something about his hair looked mm-hmm. like it wasn't rendered right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else though, I thought I thought Tony Stark looked hey, fine. Look, look, I want you. No, we we ain't doing this. Oh no! Take a look at. Mm-hmm. No, I know he's got like. No, you gonna look at it? You gonna take a look? Look at the game ending. He looks fine. <laughs> what the hell? Is, look at this! Look at this! He looks tactical. He does not look tactical. He looks. You he it? looks like those guys from the dark. What? Which one was it? Dark Knight Rises. When he when looks. They, he looks no, like the he Dark Knight. He looks like he went to the suit tailor from John Wick too, and he asked, "What kind of lighting would you want?" And he went tactical. He looked like he's doing Captain America cosplay. I mean, he might be. Maybe that's the twist. Twist. <laughs> that's a fake Captain America. Yeah. It's uh the other dude, I, uh, Captain Patriot, whatever. <laughs> that sounds like some B list like <laughs> '90s Captain America they would have come out with. Yeah. So. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to see how this does, how it plays. Well, if it's anything like Marvel Spider-Man, 
I'm here for. Oh it. hell yeah! No, well they did say that Cap is apparently dead, so I, I'm assuming when he comes back, because mm-hmm. come on, yeah, he'll look more like OG Cap. He better. Uh, I liked the little Ant Man tease at the end. Did you not see that? I didn't see that. They announced Ant Man as another character. Go go look I'm it up. Go look it up later. Look it yeah. up. We'll look it up after we're done. But no, I I really want to see how they expand the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm most excited about. Which I think again is a failure because like I should be excited about the game now. Yeah. Not like I want to see what it's like six months after. You know. So. I think the game will be fine. Mm-hmm. A lot of the complaints people have, I think, are silly. Yeah. I think they hyped up the announcement too much for what they showed. Yeah. For but as long as they did, too. Yeah. That's but disappointing. But <laughs> your... No, do we want to go to the to the worst? Or we don't you stick to the best. We'll, we'll go do the worst. We'll just separately. throw a worst or two. I don't have five worst. You got five worst? No. All right. Well, I, my worst is just going to be one conference, but we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, then we'll get we'll get to the worst later. Um, number my, four. Number four is going to be uh, Watch Dogs Legion, mm. which I don't care about. Watch Dogs one. Yeah. Watch Dogs two was okay. I never even played it. It was it was pretty okay. Watch Dogs three though. You have my attention. You can be Bette Midler. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now, I'm saying I'm excited this knowing full well that what they promised is going to be watered down in the final project product. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some kind of prefabricated, like, archetypes your characters fit into. Yeah. So I go, I'm going in fully aware of that. But if they if they pull up on anything that they showed and kind of fulfill any of those promises, I'm like, all right, this sounds like a open world game. I might be interested in, I can't really say much more than that. The combat looked really good. Mm-hmm. The combat looked very John wick. I feel like they always have really good combat in those games. Yeah. To say the least. The General. story is at least for one, cause I haven't like, I haven't played two, but at least the story mm-hmm. of one was like mad lacking. Oh yeah. And that was probably the only part that was truly lacking to me. Uh, maybe the yeah. missions got a little bit repetitive, but two, two kind of was, it worked on a lot of more levels, but it had a weird identity crisis where your guy was legit just a hacker, but then he was also shooting people in the face, and it mm-hmm. was like, oh, you're cracking jokes, then killing people. And you had the option to not kill people. Mm-hmm. But it just felt kind of weird. This one feels like they're going to hit that middle ground yeah. quite a bit more. And I, I I like the idea that your different characters will have different skill sets. So, okay. uh, real, real jazzed about that. Well, now i got to find the other one. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Death Loop. Yeah. Death loop, death loop, death loop. Yeah, I'm so in for it. Agreed. Like any song that used Boba, <laughs> nowhere to run. Mm-hmm. You got me. I don't yeah. even care what this is about. Plus, I like Dishonored's combat. I think it's real cool. I want to see what this story is about. You got uh, personal colors mm-hmm. as your main characters, which I think happened a lot during this E3. It, uh, well, it's, they've been they've been amping that up the last few years, which is that's cool. Yeah. So a lot of these things got mm-hmm. me got me right. Um, yeah, no, it it's got a real grindhouse feel to it too, mm-hmm. which I'm all about. Um, looks very stylish. I'm curious how the actual it this this is another instance where this is going to be part of my bad, bad, not good. Uh, no gameplay mm-hmm. to speak of, but we'll get into that later. But uh, what I saw, I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, yeah. It's that's like I said, people come out and talk. True. Trailer, trailer, trailer. True. That's all. That's True. all you get. Number three. My number three is Doom Eternal or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Doom, I've lost track at this point. Doom Two. Uh, Doom One is one of the best shooters ever made. Mm-hmm. The one that came out what two years ago? Yeah. Because it knows exactly what it is and it does it incredibly well. That's one of the only first-person shooters that's not multiplayer where I lost track of time playing it. Usually single-player first-person shooters, I kind of get bored like a third of the way through, and I'm like, all right, let me just finish this up so I can get this story knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um, Doom? No. I was like, I beat this way too early. I wanted at least another 10 hours out of this. Okay. It's so satisfying. And, like, I'm not even someone that's traditionally been a huge fan of Doom, but, man, Doom 1 is good. Okay. Yeah, so I'm real jazzed about Doom Infinity or whatever that was called. Man, I gotta go back and play that game and, so it, and the Wolfenstein's because they're Wolfenstein. Yeah, they're also really good. Yeah, no, but I'll, I'll get into Bethesda later. 
Uh, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. So this next one I got is a little indie game. And <laughs> I really thought you were gonna go to Fallout seventy six. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to Fallout seventy. No, uh, no, not at all. Good lord. Um, and now I can't. I can't think of what. I can't remember which conference it was. It had to. Be. I think it's Microsoft. So while I tried to find mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the wrong name. Okay. Forty five minutes. Oh, um, the time mm-hmm. loop one. It's the, like, like top down. I think it's called Eleven Minutes. There it is, <laughs> Eleven Minutes. <laughs> I was thinking the average length of your average TV show nowadays. Yeah. You talking about the average time it takes me to make a pizza in the oven? Uh, Eleven minutes. <laughs> Eleven minutes. So no, yeah. but that I like some some that's kind of cinematic to mm-hmm. where because I like a good story. Yeah. And to me, that I watched that trailer, didn't know what was going on, then it was like. You got 11 minutes, save your life. Rosie! And it's like, oh my God. So, yeah, it falls into that category. Single player games, I'm generally, I like multiplayer games, but I like um, long, like long term multiplayer. So that's why I like MMOs so much. That's why I like, uh, like Daisy. I don't know if you ever played that game before. I haven't, but I've seen it be. Yeah, that game's got a lot of issues, but like that type of game where it's long term, you're developing your character, there's kind of always a sense of like danger going on. I like that a lot. Um, single player games, specifically AAA single player games, usually don't grab me too much unless there's some form of co-op that's available to me. But I do like this new trend, and I'd say the last ten years really of gaming, of really good story-based indie games that just kind of have wacky gameplay elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of getting out of that for a while, but then I played this game on the PlayStation that was free called What Remains of Edith Finch, which is a really good game. I've heard of that. That you should play. It's a walking simulator. There's not a whole lot of gameplay per se. It's mostly just movement, but it's really good. But 11 minutes, oops, tapping the mic. 11 minutes looks like exactly the type of game I want for 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. If it ends up being too expensive, I'm going to wait out until it goes on sale. But um, it looks just kind of like... Um, a weird kind of puzzle suspense game. Just Google it. We know the Shut name. Up. Why are you going all across Kotaku <laughs> getting them extra <laughs> clicks? You say your words. Don't but peel no. back the curtain. So for Trey's number three, let me explain why I'm excited for 11 minutes. Um, <laughs> that just sounds like a sentence like, I'm just now going to talk for 11 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, But no, so when they first announced 11 minutes, I was like, I don't know what this is. And then the serial killer guy walked in. I, I thought it was a Hitman game. <laughs> yeah, like, it looked like one of those. Uh, like oh, Hitman Go. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is what? Um, which is weird. I've been replaying Hitman 1 and 2, the newer ones. And those are some of my favorite recent kind of AAA-ish games. Um, but yeah, so 11 minutes does, it does look good. Um, they didn't show a whole lot about what the gameplay, like the shtick was going to be. Yeah, I'm really interested in how that's going to work. And it also looked like it just took place in that in one apartment. apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, so I'm assuming there's, that's why I said I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of puzzle elements. Man, I swear that's something that I feel like we can make a short out of. Like, oh, hell yeah. on how that how that works. And that, that's mostly what I really like about mm-hmm. it. It's like, oh, I can steal this. This is good. I could steal this. That's why I like <laughs> Doom so much. <laughs> See? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 11 minutes looks good. What do you think of 11 minutes, Trey? Oh, no, I already said that. I think it looked good. I think I could steal it. Is it my turn? No. Yeah, number two. Uh, you, put, you put me kind of on the spot. No, I did Number two, uh, Animal Crossing, actually. Okay. Uh, oddly enough, um, I love Animal Crossing. It's just a jolly little game that mm-hmm. I can play for a few months and or even longer and just don't feel super compelled to always come back to it. But say I've taken three months off, I'm not going to feel like I com- I'm going to be behind when I come back because it's very self-contained and kind of built to last a long time. Okay. Um, and on top of that, uh, my girl- I know my girlfriend's going to play it, so... We can put, there's going to be co-op elements, so we can play that together. And, uh, yeah, I just like little laid-back jolly games like that. So when you say co-op, mm-hmm. is it well, couch co-op or so not, like Not online? necessarily co-op. So you can, like, visit other people's towns and mm. build a house there. Oh, so, okay. you know, I can just, like, make sure my girlfriend's not cheating on me and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this dog-faced person? <laughs> my, girl, my girlfriend's like, I was playing the game, and it was storming outside, and the lightning struck, and I swear I saw your face outside of my window. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> strange. Let me 
don't. Somehow it's a pixelated red rum on the wall. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So so is it on Switch or is it? Yeah, this, Switch. This one's gonna be on Switch. Switch. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Cool. And they, they seem to have added some weird Minecraft elements to this one where typically you start off in an actual, like, village that's already built up. Mm-hmm. This one you start off on an abandoned island. Oh, so you're a bum. You're a bum. Okay. And you gotta, but you build the village up yourself. Oh. And you're, like, the mayor of the village. Wait, isn't that Dragon Quest builders? That's, like, every survival game over the Jesus last. Christ. But this is furries. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I don't have any experience with Animal Crossing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something you know you're into. Chris is into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madison, she like middle of the night out in Roanoke, went and bought a 3ds. I think just, just to, to play, play Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this, this is something that y'all. We into, should have a production really 1200 nice. village. <laughs> I'm not getting Animal Crossing. You know, that's what I'm you doing. say. <laughs> when all the popular kids are playing it, you'll see what you think. Okay. Okay. Challenge accepted. Sitting there playing fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Hey, send your send your whole village to the Shadow Realm. What are you gonna do when you find out you can play Yu-Gi-Oh in Animal Crossing? Oh, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch! It's on. <laughs> I, I played the shit out of that game. Nah, knowing Animal Crossing, it'll be like Mahjong or something, <laughs> or dominoes. <laughs> so this is a game. This is a retirement community for old people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you design your house. You, Martinsville, you fur- you the f- game. Literally everything you do in that game is to pay off debt and furnish your house. <laughs> Martinsville, the game. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome to my TED Talk. So, no, so yeah. What's your number two? Uh, I feel like this is a, I don't think it's a cop-out. I like JRPGs. Those okay. are primarily the games that I buy Fair when enough. I buy a game. Well, they, they're usually the bang for your buck is they, pretty they there. They take so yeah, long to play. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you got a good one. So, Tales of Arise. Yeah, yep, that's know? a good choice. I like that. Yep. Um, that was actually kind of one I was thinking about throwing in when you initially said we were going to do a top five. But um, I'm not super well versed in that series. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it still just kind of looks. And actually, I won't say it looks generic. RPG. It actually looks really good, mm-hmm. like the gameplay and everything. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm real interested. I don't like I said, don't really know what to expect, but yeah. uh, every once in a while, I'm, so I'm real finicky with JRPGs. They either really grab me or they really don't. Mm-hmm. I bought um, Xenoblade Chronicles two a year ago. Have probably played for twenty minutes. Yeah, I so Xenoblade Chronicles is a, is a weird one mm-hmm. story wise. Gotcha. Tales is a lot like Final Fantasy. No, I'd probably into it then. Except yeah. without the summons. It literally is kind of Final Fantasy oh, yeah. without the summons. I'd be into it then. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's it. it? Okay. It's, a, it's a JRPG. Fair it's enough. anime. What else you gonna say? So I guess it's my number one. Number one. My number one. One I didn't think I would say because I was not very interested about it. But certain events this year have led me to be real hyped about it. And I know I'm going to be disappointed. Halo Infinite. Mm. So I grew up, first ever rated M game I ever played was Halo 1. Mm-hmm. First ever online game I ever played was Halo 3. Okay. And, well, that I, like, owned. Um, I remember back in middle school, though, going over to my friend's house. We'd spend the whole weekend just playing Halo 2 and going on new grounds and Albino Black Sheep and watching, like, Flash animations while we played Halo 2 on Xbox Live. So right. I have a lot of nostalgia for Halo. Um, and I think as far as the kind of just basic arena shooter multiplayer, it's still one of the best series. I was not a huge fan of 4. I think mm-hmm. 4 is not a very good game. 5 was a little bit better. But I really feel like they're trying to take the series back to its roots with Infinite. Mm-hmm. Just aesthetically, they've said gameplay-wise, we'll see. Um, so I'm real excited. Um, and I think the fact that it's now coming to PC is even more exciting to me because one of the most exciting parts and one of the most interesting parts of Halo to me is the custom games, stuff that people make, put out there, and that you can then try. It reminds me a lot of a lot of the old PC games I would play. I was about to say the Forge, but I think that's Forge. Doom. Is that Doom? Is that, is no, Forge the is Halo. Halo. Forge okay, is Halo. Yeah, then that's, the Forge. Yeah, yeah okay, that started that. in Halo Three. Um, and I mean, some of them, like one of the ones I always think of, it's uh, Infection. So most people start off as just r- normal dudes with guns, usually mm. shotguns and pistols, and then like two or three people start off as dudes with swords. And they're zombies. They die super quick, but if they hit you, you're infected. You're dead. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my favorite maps in Halo Three was in this 
um, the map, I can't remember what the map was called, but it was this big empty factory that was just, they designed just for people to tool around with Forge. Mm-hmm. And someone had made an entire house with Forge, like a cabin. Yeah. And the entrances were blocked with wood. So the zombies would come up and try to break the wood and get into the house. And I mean, it was like, it's everyone's like night in the of house. Living dead. It's like Night of the Living Dead. And it was real intense. And you were like, oh, they're getting in on like the, in the living room. And mm-hmm. like, oh man, it was so good. So that type of thing, I'm really excited about. It kind of, at the same time though, underscores why I'm disappointed in gaming right now. Because two of my most anticipated games this year are Classic WoW, which is a version of World of Warcraft that came out in 2004, mm-hmm. and Halo, a series that peaked in 2004. Yep. So as much as I'm into gaming, I'm like, I am I just doing this because I'm nostalgic for it, or is there just really not a whole lot of good stuff that's innovating coming out that's right now? That's the existential thought. That is, and now we see which the epitus. I'm fine, of Colin's thoughts. Which I'm fine if it's nostalgia, because I'm. I know I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm not mm-hmm. one of these people that I don't besmirch people for going based on nostalgia. But I'm not going to deny that, like, yeah, part of the reason I want to play these games is because I've got preconceived love for it. Hmm. But is it that, or is it that just games right now aren't as like interesting? I don't know. I don't know either, man. But Halo Infinite, I'm jazz again. Another. Another really disappointing example of you didn't show any gameplay, yeah, which I feel like for trailer. Halo, you there's no need to not because it's Halo. Yeah. It's Halo. Like, right, just show me <laughs> some gameplay. But Halo Infinite, I'm very excited for. I'll tell you, man, I, I Halo wasn't a series that I was too into. Mm-hmm. I got into it with uh, Reach. Me and, I me liked and Reach. Sam yeah. played it all, all the way through. He he now nah, he was a Halo fanatic. Yeah. You know, played multiplayer and like a lot crazy. Of pe- a lot of people that love Halo are not f- super fond of Reach. Oh, he was ex- so we I so back it, when yeah. we used to go to Farrell, we he skipped class okay. that day to play yeah. Halo Reach and then made me play the uh, co op yeah. campaign with him. And that was one of the better solo like campaigns, oh, I thought. Oh my god, that ending? Mm-hmm. That 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 got right. me in Halo and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's like this. Yeah. And then, so I played four, and I like four. I did the the, co- the campaign for four is fine. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer, I just was yeah. I, see, I'm not really big into multiplayer. It takes so long to get into it. You have to die seven times before you yeah. win. Yeah. But uh, in five, I was like, okay, five is cool. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Halo. Infinite? I would um. So they're releasing all of the Halo games on PC. Mm-hmm. For uh, it's going to be, I believe, fifteen dollars per game. So if you want to get into it. You could. I got the Master Chief Collection on the. Oh, you're good then. Xbox, yeah. 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 Have you played through one, two, and three? I've I've got to the end of one. I haven't oh, played two dude, and three yet. Play two and three. Okay. They almost function as one game. Mm-hmm. The ending of two is real abrupt. Okay. And goes right into three, so just treat those as one game almost. Yeah. I think one is the best campaign overall, and yeah. then Reach is probably next. But definitely play two and three, and play Halo Three ODST. The one with uh, what's his name? It's got Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it's got is. like the entire Nathan cast Fillion. of Firefly in it. It legitimately, it's got all all the male cast members from Firefly in oh, it. Shit. All right, um, cool. but you play as just kind of a nameless dude, but you're not like a super soldier, so mm-hmm. you die a lot easier. Oh. but it's it's a really cool side story. Um, I like all of them through Reach, and then four, I'm kind of iffy on. Five has some issues, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, but I love Halo. I'm excited for Infinite. <laughs> you sound so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've gotten 12 hours of sleep in the last three days, I'll have you know. I, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number What's four, number one? sorry. Uh, my number one is, oh, man, I had it, and then we started talking about Halo, and now I've forgotten it, which is great. It's your number, number one. one. Ha- Halo Infinite. <laughs> it's Halo Infinite. No, it's, uh, it's Gears? Oh. <laughs> I see. Okay, so like you, I have fond memories of Gears One. I liked like, Gears. Like I liked Gears One. Yeah, I have fond. I, I have fond memories mm-hmm. of me and Kelvin playing Gears One co op together. Fair and enough. Getting to that last part with like the main bad guy. We're on the train. Looking up on a walkthrough, mm-hmm. and it's saying, "I forgot what the main bad guy's name was." Like Raph, General Ram. Ram is a pimp. And you are his bitch. Mm-hmm. And I looked this walk through like, nigga, really? You can't <laughs> help me at all. No. So it was like good moments of that. And yeah. I and I think the story's 
okay. It's not great. It's fine for what there it is. There are some elements. Yeah, I, so. I make fun of Gears of War a lot, but it's they're not bad games, yeah. especially for the co-op. And there are like good co-op games. Like I could be like, yo, Colin, oh, yeah. come up, play some, play some Gears. If you said I have every Gears of War game, do you want to spend a week streaming co-op? I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. And I do. So we could. <laughs> That's the thing. Don't, don't, call, don't call me out like that, Trey. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. So, but yeah. So yeah. No, actually, yeah. Gears Five. If if out oh, of yeah. all the games that we talked about, the one I will probably buy Definitely just off dick. Yeah, I'll probably buy Gears Five. Interesting. Ooh, can I have a number one uh, B honorable mention? Honorable mention that really should have been in the top five. Elden Rising, which is the Miyazaki, not not Hayao Miyazaki from software, from software cross George R R Martin. Yeah, that should Dark Souls game. So if I remembered that, that probably would have been my number one. That I'm jazzed for that, and they said it's going to be open world. Ooh, they said it's going to be open world, and that George R R Martin isn't writing the story itself; he's writing the history of the land. And I'm like, that's what I want. With a with a Miyazaki like bent to it, to where we won't know the whole. Oh, story. dude, you're gonna have to look up what like a piece of cloth says for the lore. This cloth was owned by King Roradin whenever he <laughs> decided he was going to slay the Executus. And you're like, I remember that from that ring. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be weird. Oh, I'm, I'm jazz. Well, and apparently it's going off of like Celtic lore, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be like. Fairies and you know it's gonna be extra shit. fucked up because yeah. it's white people. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I'm really. I can't believe I forgot. Well, see that that was ruined for me too because it got leaked like two mm-hmm. days before E3 started. So I wasn't even excited. Like if that that would have been my Keanu moment moment if it wasn't spoiled. Yeah, I would have lost it over that, and but it got spoiled. Go. Yeah. All right, man. So tell me, tell me your worst. <laughs> My worst. I'm not giving you a top five. I'm no, giving no, you the entirety, top. with the exception of two things: Bethesda conference. Really? Doom was great. Deathloop was great. Everything else was either retreads of stuff we already knew about, or new mobile games that no one cared about. This is fair. I will give Bethesda a little bit of benefit of the doubt because their two biggest titles that they've really got to talk about in the next few years, Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six, are probably at least three years off. Hmm. But this, to me, kind of brings up my issue of, like, if you don't have anything to announce, do you really need your own conference? Or could you have just tossed this into Microsoft? I mean, they've been doing their, their thing for the past few times. And it's and been incredibly hit or miss every and time. And if they, if they back out, again, this, this goes back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. What's what's E three then? Because then you just have Microsoft, uh, Square Enix, and Nintendo. Well, back generally when I started watching, I just watched Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. That's all I really cared about. Yeah. I feel like Square Enix has so much now that they're always going to be semi relevant. Um, I, like for I think Bethesda falls in that same issue that EA kind of has, where like EA will show up oh, with the same I thing. I forgot EA wasn't in. This. EA didn't, but. Why would they have been? They didn't have anything to they, announce. There's a new Need for Speed. <laughs> Guys, we're making a sequel to that movie. Yo, what if EA, you're going to owe me some payments if this ever happens. Oh, God. Here we go. Need for Speed, Cross, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Now, the entire saga. DLC. The entire saga. I don't see why they don't a do that. A fifty-hour-long game. I don't see why they where don't you do play that. through the entire series. I don't know if you played it. The last Need for Speed game was it looked Fast like and a Fast and Furious. It, was, it didn't just look like it, Colin. I didn't it play. Was it. Okay. it was Fast and Furious with teenagers? I kid you not. So you saying that? Not this isn't one of your wildest. This is one of your most accurate. This is tame. <laughs> this is tame. I just want the final boss of a Need for Speed game to be fighting a nucleo nucleothermal submarine in the Arctic, and I want we're gonna need a bigger truck. <laughs> and I want uh, what's old boy's name that was crying about his kid on Instagram oh. Live? 
Oh, Tyrese. Yeah. Tyrese. <laughs> he in an orange. Why are you? Why, why are they aiming at me? Maybe because you're in an orange Lamborghini. I want him to be your playable character. <laughs> yes. I would play as fucking. I can't even remember his name right no now. No one. He can't remember his name. As soon as he found out he was Roman went, Pierce. As soon as he is. found out he wasn't getting that spinoff he wanted, he forgot his own name. Dude, I. We just watched the whole franchise. Me and Shakers just went through the Nothing whole franchise wrong with that. last two weekends, wrong and with I still that. forgot his name. But <laughs> Roman Pierce, I play a Roman Pierce game. I think you could probably make uh, Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift like one mission apiece. <laughs> Don't do that. Tokyo Drift is. Tokyo Drift has one of the best uh, race start announcers ever. Asian dude in a suit going. I mean. That was cool, yeah. That dude, nobody has surpassed that dude in the entire franchise. And drifting. Drifting is cool. What are you going to do in Hobbs and Shaw if they have one just random race scene? And they're like, and announcing our race, and Keanu Reeves walks in. <laughs> Could I happen. can't wait to see what he's going to be in this series. Is that I still a thing? That's still a thing. He's going to be connected somehow. He's going to be busy, dude. He's going to be in, he's in Toy Story 4. John Wick Force coming Give out. Give me five seconds. Uh, put put it on pause. All right, everybody. This is the Keanu Reeves segment of the show where we talk about what Keanu Reeves has done in 2019. Uh, first off, we have John Wick 3, which, as you know, is the continuation of the John Wick saga. Um, in this installment, he is being hunted by the high table and all the assassins therein. Will he make it out? They already announced John Wick 4, so unless it's about his twin brother, John Wick, but spelled with no H, then I'm assuming he probably makes it. Then after that, he plays Duke Kaboom, the high-flying stuntman in Toy Story 4. Uh, then after that, he got announced in, to be in Cyberpunk, and that looks pretty cool. And then after that, he's maybe going to be in Fast and Furious, and that's a thing. But then Kevin Feige saying for this also, entire time. But then Kevin Feige said maybe he's gonna be in the MCU. So, <laughs> yo, this is actually—I know you're going off on this weird tangent, but this is actually weirdly the year, the century of Keanu Reeves. What's going on? He's a good boy. <laughs> I guess he's a good boy. Like he owns a motorcycle company and donated all that money to the special effects artist. Does he own a motorcycle? Company? Yeah, he builds motorcycles. I did not know that. He also builds books apparently or some shit he wait how the fuck you build a book you bind what? you you press <laughs> them. The you books. bind the book that's why okay, in, well, don't say that's, build books that's why weird. build a book workshop <laughs> that's why in john wick <laughs> one so when he went and got the guns out of the basement there was a book binding thing right there i did not never nothing nothing would have never clicked oh god a dust particle would have <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know who sent that dust particle <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> Add him on the All list. I, what are you going to do when they announce Keanu Reeves for Smash? <laughs> I'm going to throw my hands in the air and just give up because why the fuck not? Why wouldn't you? Just why wouldn't you? Uh, So, no. Where were, where were we when before? When on Keanu Reeves? Oh, first? talking about the inevitable Need for Speed cross Fast and Furious right. game they were going to do. So that'll be a thing. I think we ended that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't What is this show even anymore? I don't know. Anytime I hop on here, it turns into a fever dream. It does. And I want to blame myself, but I already blame myself for a lot. Oh, so now it's my so fault? So I'm blaming Trey. You know what, people? <laughs> As the host, he really needs more control over this ship. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I have Colin all the time looking me square in the face, pointing at me going, I am the captain now. I never said that. Nah, hell. I'm white. I'm not allowed. Shit. I just Has have to cry. You from doing I just have to cry like he did at the end of that movie. <laughs> that was good acting. All right, people. E3 was boring this year. It was boring! TLDR, <laughs> E3, meh. It was all right. Keanu and Banjo. All right, people. That's that's it. That's I'm tired of looking at Colin. I'm tired of talking to Colin. So I'm going to end this show. Imagine having to look at yourself in right. the mirror every morning if you're Colin. Jesus Christ, Colin. <laughs> you need a... People. For five dollars a day, you can hug a Colin Brown and no, make him. Head. No, you can't. <laughs> make it ten. We'll talk about it. Maybe with some. <laughs> now we negotiate. Yeah. All right, people. Another show down in the books. Thank you for listening, Colin. Tell the people where they can find you on them interwebs. If you would like to find me, which after the show, 
maybe need to question why you would want to. Uh, Twitch.tv, YouTube, Twitter at Sebers18. That's C-E-B-B-E-R-S-1-8. Trey, where can the people find you other oh than this show? God, I'm so glad that you asked because you know you can find me on Twitch slash Time Wasters on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Oh, my God. I think we got a Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did Free you know it? Production 1200 also has a Facebook? That's oh, the only on, thing honey. that I do with Colin where we mm-hmm. make movies and all these like little mm-hmm. shorts and stuff. Spread the word. Hey, look, Spread the word. If you don't care about that, look, I know you hear you listen to this, so you want to hear this people. podcast again. Go ahead and come back mm-hmm. to either Facebooks mm-hmm. or if you're on the go, you on the road, go to the iTunes podcast app because we back here every other Tuesday or Wednesday because I feel like I might move to Wednesday because I've been messing up the last few times and you know my life ain't together. You're so, trying your best, sweetie. Thank you. I'll try. I'll try. Uh, but thank you. Hey, look, look. Send us an email. Give us some stuff to talk about. If you look, we take viewer suggestions. We'll talk back to you. We'll mm-hmm. talk at you. Then we'll talk with you. You never know what's going to happen in the future. And you never know. One day we might have a show where we can interact with you live. We Maybe might. if the views get high enough. It's really up to you people. Don't disappoint Trey. He doesn't have a lot going on right now. Shut up. The truth hurts. Yeah, it does. That's it. We're gone. Bye-bye. Bye. Is that a joke? Did Thor make a joke?